Jake. Anthony. There are stories, and then there are stories. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I think what we have tonight is the coming-of-age tale of Off Nominal. Off Nominal's all grown up now. I think this is the season finale of season one of Off Nominal. <laughs> so I cannot wait to get into this. We've had a week. We've had a week to recover. Are you okay? Are you doing okay? I- I'm actually still fully exhausted like <laughs> i i don't know I, I i went in with like into this week with still too much of a sleep debt and because i got home late on the friday i i got into the house at at 1 a.m pacific and so and i did not sleep on those planes unfortunately so i was uh, pretty tired and then i was busy on the weekend and then i had to work a full week and here i am so you're okay <laughs> yeah i'm alive you sound yeah. great yeah it sounds good it was tough getting back to real real life it really was yeah i like went to work and i was like nah. yeah <laughs> for a single week jake and i lived the dream of this is our job now and then we yeah. we, uh, we kept going to each other like man it's gonna be tough to come back from this one yeah and uh well and you're like so amped up on like on just like consuming space all the time that like i felt hard to like go away from twitter or like go away from the discord or anything like that like i just like I, i'm still plugged in uh, I had oh i unplugged i let you handle that yeah i i did not unplug very well so i i enjoyed almost getting my feet run over by buzz aldrin on a motor scooter <laughs> you and me both yeah, yeah. there's a couple yeah. incidents there we'll get into that yes uh what are you drinking uh okay so well if this is the season finale of Phenomenal season finale, finale, man. Do you say finale? It's a finale. Well, okay. So I have a hard time saying French words wrong, so that's why it's finale Mm. because it's finale. Um. Anyway, so I thought we'd go full circle. Yeah, angry, angry meme emoji, (laughs) angry Jake emoji. Big bear. (laughs) Yeah, big bear. Well. Funny you should say that because I have a very giant beer right here. Yeah, uh, I'm. We're gonna end the first season of Off Nominal where it began. Uh, so I have the first beer I had on episode one, the House Sound Brewing Pumpkin Eater Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Uh, it's lovely because it tastes delicious. It's still Halloween-ish. Um, it's eight percent and it's a, a liter. It's a lot of beer. It's a it's a lot of beer. So wow. Okay. So our first one was October 2017, and you remembered that beer from all the way back then, or did you look it up? Uh, Or is this your October? Is this your pumpkin favorite? This is my pumpkin favorite, and so (laughs) everyone's got one. (laughs) When I went to go get the beer for this, I saw it, and I was like, "Wait, that's the one I had on episode one." So yeah, yeah. And so some of the people in Discord are saying a liter beer and uh if you're new to this yes i drink very large beers <laughs> because i buy them one at a time so here i am pouring it i know it's good i don't need to give you i don't need to drink one before i can give you a review it's delicious well jake you are not the only one with a enormous beer tonight <laughs> yes <laughs> and i wish i could tell you exactly what i was drinking <laughs> it's unclear it is unclear i think i have with good certainty i know which one it is but our, you may have heard, if you are a subscriber to either of our Patreons, you may have heard us uh, in IAC Week giving you updates. If you are a subscriber to the Miko one, 
you heard a surprise entrance on the last day of IAC by the man we all know as Pat, who is from Maryland, and uh, I think this is his brother, brother-in-law, brother? We'll get clarification in the chat. Uh, who runs a brewery, brother-in-law, called Slate Farm Brewery. So he brought some beer for us to the Airbnb. Um, this is a 32-ounce can, okay? <laughs> so and it's not like... It's shaped like a tall boy if you held shift in Photoshop and scaled it up a little bit. It's kind of how it... It's like if you took the ICPS and you made it the EUS. You know what I mean? <laughs> it holds a lot more. Uh, and there's... Uh, so it, my favorite... I, I love this can. And I don't know if this is a can you can buy because the can doesn't say any beer on it. It just says beer. And then it just says the letters A A B V, and then you fill it out. I think this is all by hand as they're working out beers. Or maybe yeah. this is how they do all the cans. But there's no actually identifiable details on this can. And then there's red Sharpie that had it written uh, down under pale ale and 5%. But that was not enough. It is scribbled out in silver Sharpie, and it says Galactic Hammer 10%. And it is 32 ounces. So we'll see how many ounces I get through before... The show goes totally off the rails, but I'm going to drink it, and we're going to see what's going to happen. I did the conversion. 32 ounces is 946 <laughs> milliliters, so it's actually, we have the same. We have the same size beer. <laughs> and Jake took a screenshot for everybody yeah. to see. <laughs> I want, yeah, because it has, it has the Maryland flag at the top. Oh, yeah, it does. It, it, The brewery thing is writ, written in the Maryland flag, which is, which is an off-nominal lore now. So, and I've already spilled uh, it on my desk because it's hard to pour out of this giant can, but <laughs> it's not as disastrous as last episode when I spilled it all over my keyboard. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're fine. Yeah. So that's what we're drinking. Uh, it that's should be a good drinking. night. Okay. Is it time for this? It's, it's time. So I think any good season finale starts with a previously on segment. Do you want me right? to set you up? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Previously on Off Nominal. Wow, that was interesting. Because uh, I, I really think there's so many things from our past that came up here, Jake. And mm -hmm. I think it's important to cover them because it really tells the full story of why last week was so epic. I guess we should set the stage that, well, no, we did that last show. If you are confused right now, go back a show. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we started this three, two years ago. And shortly after, you came to Philly. Well, you were at LPSC, then you came to Philly. We did a meetup in Philly in March 2018, and we were talking yep. about IAC being in D.C. in 2019, and yep. we were all talking about how this is going to be a great meetup. We were going to go to Udvarhazi. We were going to do all the bunch of good stuff. We were going to go to IAC. We had have this on our calendar for like a year and a half solid. Well, because we were so jazzed up about IAC, because that was right after the 2017 one when like we got the first Starship update. What yep. was it then? BFR again? I don't remember what it was. I but forget which one. Yeah, like IAC was like the place to be. It was hot. There was, everyone we, was running around, big crowds. <laughs> we didn't want to go to Germany, so we said, well, we'll wait to DC. So that, that was kind of like the, the early days of Off Nominal. And then very shortly after that, I think it was just uh, three months after, I'm looking at a rundown here, we had Jason Davis of the Planetary Society on. Uh, Jim Bridenstine was, was not even, maybe he just got confirmed, and it was like a few months into his tenure, and we were kind of discussing, is he good, is he bad? Uh, we, de we, we developed the nickname JB on that show, Jason Davis Jay himself. Should we play that clip in the, in the recording? Sure. Insert clip here. It, it probably depends on, on, you know, in this hypothetical situation where a Democrat wins in 2020, it depends on 
on whether that Democrat runs on I'm not Trump or if they run on here's my new yeah. idea yeah. and just pick mm-hmm. me over Trump, right? Like, because that seems to be the 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 challenge right now that in candidates that we see, right? It's, are they are they just a not Trump or are they actually the even wrong so person, much as right? like we're gonna change it to the lunar orbital platform gateway, even though it's the same <laughs> damn thing. <laughs> totally not the same thing. Totally not. Well, it, yeah. it could be right. Like, or maybe they'll just keep Bridenstine, but they'll change his name, right? <laughs> <laughs> they start calling him they rebrand him he's like yeah. jb yo jb jb that sounds yeah. so much better <laughs> to connect with the youth the millennials yeah. how do you do fellow kids he starts <laughs> skateboarding through you know yeah, building you nine or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh lord so that was episode nine we go a couple episodes after that episode 12 we have lauren grush on uh, and things go off the rails on that show, but things we get really, ups- you, you two got me really jealous about Gary from Locky. Yeah. Yeah. That's Cause it. Gary set us up, uh, at, uh, he set me up at, for Mars base camp. And then, uh, he worked with both of us on the insight mission. So I met you, him. At you the had all these site. personal connections. Yeah. Gary from Locky. Great guy. So then we went two episodes because of scheduling and we had. Gary from Lockheed on the show. Yeah. yeah. I got to meet him. Great, got great moment in off nominal history. It was. I was so sick on that episode. Do you remember? Yeah, I do remember that. That was right when I got mono. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was Yikes. the start of it. And I couldn't finish my beer. <laughs> so those are some of the, the big points in time. And then two months ago, was it two months ago that you had that Seattle meetup? Uh, yeah, that was um, right at the end of august because i was just about to go to halifax on vacation so it's like august 28th or something and what happened there so that was uh yeah pat flew out pat came to see us we had a small little meetup at airways brewery uh which is uh, a cool little place to be and listener kevin so kevin you know who you are you showed up with a big bag of jim bridenstine fan club pins which was the joke because we were like all into jim bridenstine and we had uh, we had we were the presidents of the JB fan club, uh, and you brought those pins, and you told me I only wanted to make a couple, but it was cheaper just to make a big batch. So now I don't know what to do with them, and so I said, "Give them to me. I'll take them to IAC. We'll we'll hand them out. I don't know. I kind of just whatever. We'll we'll give them to fans or whatever it is. Cool, all good. Kevin, please email us. Kevin, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> So that's that. Those are the like if you were, you know, previously on segments, they never contain all the storylines you love. They never contain all of the characters you love. There was plenty that we love that have been on the show. But those were the moments that relevant to the storyline of this episode. Those are the pieces you would put in that little trailer. Mm -hmm. So now we go to ISC, Jake. We got to talk about the meetup. We got to do a meetup recap. Meetup recap. Uh, So I landed after no sleep on my red eye. And I was not smart. I flew into Reagan Airport and then to attend a meetup at Dulles Airport. So took a uh, connecting luck- flight. Took a connecting uh, uh, ride in the uh, the chauffeur service of Pat. Uh, bless his heart, came to pick me up so that I didn't have to take a what would probably would have been a seventy dollar lift uh, across the city because it's actually pretty far. Dulles, not that close to DC. Turns out, just, just <laughs> if you're not from the area, a little far out. So, um, yeah, so we went out there and we started at Udvar Hazy, 
what a turnout. I was so ecstatic about the turnout. There was like 25, 30 people there maybe. Yeah, I don't know if we got a final count, but it was about that. All in. Um, So tons of people came out, which was really great. We had dads with their kids. We had like all of this fun stuff. Uh, Our friends from Orbital Mechanics were there and uh, brought some of their fans. And we kind of joined up and did a big, we had kind of a mob going through that building, which was, uh, which was really fun. It was really cool. What did you think of that museum? I thought it was great. I mean, it's like a, it's a hanger. Like it's just yeah. like, like a big yeah, yeah. room full of stuff, which is <laughs> fine. You know, that's really all we wanted. But I love that our group, because like, no matter, we would go like display to display and there would be someone there who knew something about each part of it. So then like, it was like, we just kind of took turns doing tour guide stuff. So like, we learned so much, I think from each other on, uh, on that little, little walkthrough. So it was awesome. I was stoked. Yeah. That was exactly what we had in mind way back when of uh-huh. what we wanted to do on the meetup. So. If you were there, you are the best. Do you like, have a, a favorite thing, thing from there that you saw? Uh, artifact? Yeah, like what was your, hmm. yeah, what was your favorite little bit from it? Let's see. It's, I mean, it's hard to not love the space shuttle, but yeah. I've seen a bunch, you know? What if we just take that one off the plate? Aside okay. from Discovery. Hmm. I guess I got to say the Virgin Galactic engine. <laughs> That's, I was just about to tell that story because uh, <laughs> me and me and Kurt saw it. Kurt was there and uh, we looked at that thing and uh, uh, we we're like, oh, this engine looks familiar. It has that weird like slanted bell. And we're like, what, where have we seen this before? And we're like, we couldn't remember what it was. And we're like, it looks kind of like cruddy. It's all sparked up and like, like ablated and like oh what a rough looking engine they're like oh it's the virgin galactic spaceship too all right obviously and then the the serial number on the side vg whatever made a lot of sense 48 i think it was 48 i guess that's it because it's just kind of like yeah i was pretty disgusted at it It was a really ugly looking nozzle with all the junk that flies out of that thing no well i mean watch a video man that thing burns dirty yeah but it's like i don't know it's kind of funny that it ended up there I think it's kind of waiting to go to the main one, right? Maybe, Maybe yeah. next to Spaceship One. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they just kind of had it sitting, and it wasn't in the space area. It was sitting next to the Nazi planes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's plane too, I guess. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hold on, I got to write down the title. <laughs> it's a plane too i guess <laughs> yeah yeah i tried to find dusty too that was my big disappointment though yeah we couldn't so find it dusty is like the 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 copy of opportunity rover that they use in the lab to like test things out so it's like a fully functional uh mars rover and i had on good authority that it was somewhere in that building because the main air and space where it's going to live permanently is uh, under a significant amount of renovations right now and so it was supposed to be stored there in a box somewhere I looked at every large cubic thing I could find to try and uh, get it, but uh, no luck. No luck. There was one box Dusty. that had a serial number on the side that I believe it was Mass Fraction who just Googled the serial number. And it was a long, <laughs> yeah. it was like 32 characters that he was just standing there typing in. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out it was like Telstar 1, I think it was. Uh, mm-hmm. Like some, I don't know why it was sitting in a box there, but, but it was there. Yeah. You didn't say what your favorite was. My favorite, um, well, there is a Canada arm there, so that's pretty exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's the Canada arm. It's one of them. That's the first one, right? I don't know. I didn't read the plaque. <laughs> Literally, the, <laughs> it's the, the Canada arm. <laughs> well, I mean, there's probably, like, 
a couple of them didn't make it, right? So, um, <laughs> oh boy, all right. Uh, but there's also one in Ottawa, so I don't know which one it is. Um, and then uh, I think it's, I think it's but I, I I like there's not there's five okay. space shuttles, Keep man. Going. Yeah, there's a picture of me in the Discord, loving it. Uh, I also like the there's the one section that had like a whole bunch of like really really retro probes, like some of the first satellites hanging from that that one overhang. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool because uh, it brought me back to my KSP history days. Yeah, you were picking them so, out. You were like, oh, I yeah. think I built that one. Mm. Uh, uh, Tyros one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was cool. Oh, they had uh, like Pathfinder and Sojourner there as well. Like their, they their did. little mock-ups, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. The Pathfinder one was pretty good. Anything uh, else? And then the uh, the poop stuff that we sent to Brendan. <laughs> of course. We'll put the yeah. link in the show notes for that one. <laughs> the poop stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That could be the title too, the poop stuff that we said. You want me to write that one down? (laughs) So then we went on to the beer garden. Well, we, yeah, beer garden later. After the rain. We had an intermediate meetup. Oh, yeah, we did at the uh, the Rocket Frog. Rocket Frog Brewery. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that until right now. Yeah, well, we finished the first meetup too soon and we didn't want to start the second meetup too early. And so we invented a middle meetup so that there was three. And this is the place that on the menu had uh, a food item on the menu called chips and snacks, and it was $1. So I thought that was very interesting. So I went up to the guy and I said, uh, we'll do an order of the chips and snacks for $1, because that's hilarious. And then he just pointed over his shoulder at a shelf of like the tiny snack-sized Cheeto bags and said, which one do you want? And I was like, oh, that's less funny than I thought it was. None of them, <laughs> yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought there was a, an invented menu item yeah, called Yeah, it chips was $1. <laughs> How could I not order that? <laughs> Uh, so that was the highlight of that meetup for me. Yeah, that and was then, cool. It was like the the rocket frog thing. So like the the was it late late? I don't know. How you say it, laddie, lady, laddie. Yeah. Um, uh, that one launch where the frog photobombed the uh, the thing. So they made a brewery about it. There's a cool painting of that picture there. It was really awesome. That was sweet. I enjoyed that. They should sell that. Yeah, they should. And then uh, beer garden meetup again. Beer garden killer turnout. Yeah, again we we had I don't know. That had to be twenty people. Probably there for the sure. same amount. Yeah. Yeah, 20, 25 people. Um, I kind of like that place. I wish it wasn't raining. Yeah, it was raining. There was one other person there that wasn't us. So that was fine. <laughs> there were a couple guys there that were that left early that were like really, really drunk. <laughs> yeah. Not not part of our meetup. Not part of our meetup. They were just there. But uh, yeah, no, it was a great, great turnout. So we handed out, uh, we started handing out those pins and stickers and Mars bars. That's where the pin thing was really kicking off. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So now we get into the meat of IAC. We get you uh-huh. can go to our other shows to hear what we thought of IAC. This is where the real IAC happened for us was the pins. <laughs> the pins. So we start handing these suckers out. We're handing them out to everybody at the meetups. And the next morning was the opening ceremonies. So whoever was going to this to the event, we said whoever gets this to JB first wins. That was the quest. That was, yeah, captured a flag style. You get to have a pin under the condition that you beeline it to the NASA administrator and show it to him. How long did you think that was going to take? Um, I was thinking like, you know, two, three days, maybe four even would be not too unreasonable. Like somewhere later in the week, we would have seen that. Yeah, you got the vice president on Monday morning there. JB's yeah, got to attend to that. On. There's security. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did it take? three hours or something i think it was way quicker than that 
Wasn't it like right after the speech? Like, it was oh, after immediately the when they opened the exhibition hall. Yeah. <laughs> like two to three minutes. Yeah. And that was uh, Stan did it, right? Stan. Stan, shout out to Stan, won the contest, got the pin to him, got us a picture. Although someone else took the picture. I'm confused about the picture set. I'm so extraordinarily confused. Stan gave the pin. Someone else, I think someone named Lou, took the picture, but Lars sent the picture to us. I don't understand how that worked either, but it was so fast that JB yeah. saw the pin. So we knew we had first contact. We had first contact. And where do we go from there? Forget what was the next major pin event. Well, we just kept handing them out all week, right? And so um, we, and we were giving them, and people were telling us that they were, you know, they, I couldn't get it to Jim, but I got it to, uh, you know, oh, this, you know, I Tori got Bruno. one to Tori Bruno. And Tori Who Bruno tweeted had a, a selfie of him holding the pin up, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good picture. And so we, like the next best thing from getting it to Jim is getting it to Jim adjacent. So like um, <laughs> there's, you know, the, the first, the first level of contact outside of, of the NASA administrator you know, people who are on text message basis with him was kind of the key, right? Or would have uh, meetings, right? And could just wear it meetings. and it would be funny that they would be wearing it. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of the idea, I think. So. Yes, there we go. The Tori Bruno selfie. I'm going to post this in the show notes because everybody needs... Yeah, he tweeted it at Pat and JB, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. God, I love that photo. It's so good. So we're handing these things out and... The, the thing we should note about these pins is that there is no identifiable info on these pins. There is no. nothing that says off nominal, we Martians, Miko, our names. There is nothing but Jim Bridenstine fan club and his face. Yeah. Literally nothing. And so it doesn't exist. This isn't a thing you can Google. <laughs> so if somebody gets this pin and like, I wonder what's happening with this, they find nothing. It's just this weird <laughs> underground thing that's happening. <laughs> and that's when i realized that like we're on to something here because throughout the week it's like building right more people have the pins people are asking about the pins people are seeing the pins and nobody will know anything about it and i no. there's like that level of mystique that i just love about this story <laughs> yeah yeah let's see we gave one to did we give one to gary gary from uh, lockheed I think, I think we gave one to gary uh we got them to I feel like there were some other... Most of, like of the rock. Planetary Society. Yeah, yeah. Jason Davis got one for sure. Casey Dreyer Casey got, got one. one. Um, someone showed Bill, Bill Nye. Probably uh, I Jason. Don't, I don't remember. I don't think he took one. I, I don't, I have, I'm not confirmed if Bill Nye took one, but he has seen it. Um, Man, there's so many good ones. Yeah, a lot of people... It, it spread pretty good. So oh, I got a couple into NanoRacks. Nanoracks. Yep. Yeah. They spend a lot of time at Johnson, so there's probably people that find it funny there. Yeah. So uh shout out to the anomalies because they went to work at this conference and got it going. So So the that kind of happened for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday was the pivotal day for us in terms of the JB fan club uh challenge. We went to a media availability for Jim Bridenstein himself. He was given a little speech. Taking some questions. There was a really weird question about uh, harvesting poop fumes into usable methane gas. Yeah, I got like real Burning Man there for a little <laughs> bit. Do you have any idea what that lady was asking about? Uh, As I the Mars barely, guy here? I barely heard her, but it's, yeah, it sounded like taking poop and then getting the methane from it and then that's fuel or like 
something else. I don't remember. Not worth thinking about longer than that. Not, yeah, we've already spent too much time yep. talking about this. So it, just today, you sent me that link of all the Flickr photos that were posted from... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the ISC, ISC account, posted right? like their official... It was like 20 pages of, of pictures, and I opened it up, and on page one was that press conference. So there's there's this picture like across across the stage with Jim standing there talking, and then like me and you and Pat are standing there like all proud and listening. Can't really see you because of your, your height sure. challenges. Um, but uh, And then... Uh, our friend, uh, I, I already, Thomas, right, was uh, Thomas, the guy yep. from from uh, Denmark. The was number there. one a... Danish space correspondent. Yeah, the number one Danish space correspondent. So we uh, we made friends with him and we gave him a pin. So there's my lapel and Thomas's lapel are like straight clear in the shot with the JB fan club uh, pins on it. So it's just like, it's perfect. And out of frame to the right was the Planetary Society crew wearing that. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, there was, uh, there was probably six or seven in that little press scrum. Well, I think uh, yeah, that, that. I, the tweet that I made, I was like, we're having the, the press conference and I count at least six <laughs> pins in the audience. <laughs> and at that point, we knew that he was seeing them. So I just hope at some point in the, in the press conference, he like saw a glimpse of one and was like, oh, shit. And like <laughs> this, this again, you know? <laughs> so when the yeah. press conference started, you, you made an interesting observation of who introduced JB. Yeah, well, I saw, um, uh, I saw the person who introduced him and she was off to the side and I saw she had the, the IAC name badge on and it was uh, Bettina, who's uh, the comms associate administrator for communications, I think is her yep. title, um, who I've seen. She's always the name at the bottom of uh, the administrator press releases. So I was like, oh, I wonder if that's like the, the person we should talk to if we were interested in, in you know, meeting Jim Bridenstine. And uh, oh, there it's. Like our helpful little Discord is on the ball with. They gather with our show links. notes for us. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So we tried to. So after the press conference. No, 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 kinda, no, 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 no. Uh oh. No, no, no. She introduces JB, and as everyone's clapping for JB to get on stage, you leaned over to me because I'm very short, and you you nudge me and you went, "There she is." Because <laughs> Jake had right. This was our theme all week, right? Somebody famous would be on stage speaking, and we were finding who is the keeper of their schedule. <laughs> that's what our goal was every time it's like okay i see the person up there that i want to talk to but who do i need <laughs> to talk to is. this is, sounds really creepy <laughs> no 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 because it happened all week with you know it gary's from Lockheed does the same situation you want to talk to uh who's rob chambers but you don't go right to rob is rob no. chambers this is his full name right yeah okay you go to gary from Lockheed because gary yeah. from Lockheed knows knows what the schedule is he knows how to make the connection you got to find that person you do. And that was yeah. our operating procedure all week. So yeah. Jake immediately is like, I know what JB is going to say, but she's our in. <laughs> and, and it was like, mission. Got the mission. We oh, can talk man. to Rob. Everyone's giving us crap. I can, we could talk to Rob Chambers. Jake asked a great question at Rob Chambers' session. Yeah. Not a great answer. Great he question. punted. but He punted. But if he, if he wants the opportunity to come on and give a better answer, he's welcome. <laughs> Hot drama alarm right there on that one. <laughs> It was a perfectly good talk. No, it was I'm fun. just kidding. So after the after the thing wraps, there's kind of a everyone's milling about the NASA booth. This is in the middle of the exhibition hall, yeah. and uh, we we as it happens all week. Whenever we didn't have anything to do, we hung out with Gary from Lockheed. <laughs> I guess yeah. we should have mentioned that we just yeah. kept hanging out with him. He's awesome. I love Gary. Gary, you're the best. My favorite part is that when we were just we would just like wander over to the Lockheed booth, which was the main entrance to the exhibition hall. So you ended up there if you, even if you didn't want to. It had a uh, coffee bar. How could you not end up there? Yeah. 
So we would just like, oh, we don't have anything to do. Let's go sit with Gary for a second. And anyone that came up from Lockheed, he would introduce us and then have yeah. to explain the whole backstory, everything. They talked about me on this one show. They got me on the show. I drank, uh, a, what was it? He drank uh, Super oh. Colorado beer was like a Coors special edition. Yeah, or out of like yeah. the ball aerospace. Yeah. You can the, only the get it glass. like within a hundred miles of Denver or something. Yeah. <laughs> so we stumble oh. up to him after this uh, JB thing, and uh, we're hanging out with him. We're telling him like, yeah, we wanted to meet Patina, this, that, or the other. We're building up the confidence to take her away from what is actually important in her day to day work, I guess. <laughs> Uh, and then she randomly is like, oh, I guess I, she just decided I want to say hi to Gary from Lockheed. Everybody wants to hang out with Gary. That's she fell key. into the same trap that we did. She I think that's like, oh, it. Gary's there. He's a, a comfortable guy to stand next He's to. He's the same space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she comes over and she's like, hey, Gary, what's going on? And me and Jake are like, yes. If, if she's like, because now we know Gary's going to do the thing. Because he's done the thing four days in a row at this point. He did the thing. So we get introduced, and then in the middle of our conversation, she gets her phone rings, and she's like, oh, I, it's Jim. I got to go. What were you thinking at this moment in time? I was like, that's it. That's the last time we'll talk to her. I thought it was a fake phone call. I thought it was one of those situations. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Dial my number I saw every five minutes so I, <laughs> so I have an out no matter where I am. <laughs> now, do you remember the next, the pivotal moment here? Ah, uh, the pivotal moment. Well, so she came back, mm-hmm. and Gary finished his introduction. Bless his no, heart. No, 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 no. That was already done. Bettina's approximately my height can, compared to Jake, who's a monster. So <laughs> Jake's JB fan club pin is at eye level for every regular human on Earth. Yeah. And she came back and saw the pin almost immediately. And I have to say that my, my like, read on her interest level before she saw the pin was lukewarm it was like, at best okay yeah she's like oh great you're doing some podcasts oh, amazing excellent um and then she went to ask me like a question like she was i don't know she, she was going somewhere and, and like mid question she stopped and she looked at the pin and she was like what is that it was my favorite moment of the whole thing when she was like what is that <laughs> And then we had to do the explaining at that yep. point. Okay, well, let me explain, back it up. And then we had to do basically what you've been hearing for the last 30 minutes, this entire podcast, we had to explain to her in about 90 seconds. Yeah, and land it. That yeah, was our moment it. to shine. <laughs> that was our moment. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'd say she, uh, she was interested. She thought it was a pretty cool thing. Uh, Got because, the connection. It was in. Yeah. So um, Kevin, like, your pins made a difference, man. They made a difference. Yeah, that was the moment to turn. So she was like, here, you know, contact me. This sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, it was mostly like, I don't know what's going on here, but I guess I should figure it out because there's something happening here that I'm not totally privy to. So let's just like, let me get a little more info out of this exchange. Yeah, she was, uh, we, we got a hook in there. That's what I would say. And then we had some drinks and then I left. Yeah, because that was Thursday night. Because you were, you were, you were bagged. You were done. Um, God. And there was like Friday's the public day, so you're like, well, it's gonna be a whole bunch of like kids and stuff in there. So you decided to go, and because you're how two hour drive or something like that, you're not that far. Two and a half, right? three hours, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my flight wasn't till Friday though. So I went out and I went to 
the Planetary Society meetup. They had a volunteer meetup there, which was really great because I got to hang out with Jason Davis and Casey Dreyer and some of the other planetary people. I got to meet Bill Nye, which was pretty neat. Um, and that's when I got a, uh, I got a uh, Twitter message from, from Bettina. And she said, 9.30 tomorrow morning, Jim Bridenstine is making a speech. And he'd like to meet you after that. And are you I'm still around? <laughs> are you still around? And I'm, I like immediately freak out because I'm here, but you're, I don't know where you are, Baltimore at this point. Like, who, I don't, I have no idea, right? So, um, I call you. And I'm like, how far? You I'm said, like, how, how far, far are you? How far did you make it? No context. <laughs> I was like, shit, what did I forget? No context. How far did you make it? And you're like, you were like, pretty far, dude. <laughs> well, and then I realized. Actually, I barely left. I've just been sitting in a lot of traffic. So I like it was not far at all. So I explained the whole thing. And then uh, I was like, don't worry, man. Like, I'll take the meeting. It's, it's fine. And then I kind of hung up and went back to my party. And then you texted me some good stuff. I did. I, I took the next exit. Well, because I, I, I had a constraint on Friday to be back in time for that this would compromise. So I had to make an additional call. And say, let's figure this out because I need to turn around immediately. <laughs> I need to whip this. Or I don't know where I am. I'm going to whip this exit and go the other direction. Let's figure this out. Figured it out. I think Jake's looking for a text thread. <laughs> yeah, I took a screenshot, so I'm going to give it to the Discord here. But uh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you can see my... <laughs> Spun this baby around faster than you could expect. For I am turning this thing beep around <laughs> uh so around is in all caps so i made it i made it back in time you made it back you came to the planetary society thing we had a couple more drinks uh said goodbye to our friends went to the show the next day went to the show had a little speech uh typical typical artemis speech i and thought it was actually uh, a good speech because it wasn't just artemis you're right there was a lot of he, he was big on the pluto as a planet thing it was like everything that NASA is doing in 60 minutes. Which doesn't get everything, obviously, because that's a lot of stuff. But it was a pretty good overview for... All for of the level day. one requirements. Yeah. All of, oh, dear. <laughs> <sighs> all of the level one requirements of what NASA is doing. No mention of any moles. So, yeah. So, we listened to the speech. Speech was good. Uh, you know, it was, it was public day, but it was not, uh, it was not as crowded as I thought it would be, quite honestly, public day in general, but I think yeah. probably because IAC itself is a little impenetrable, right? It's kind of a weird thing. The site kind of sucks. Hard to know what's going on. I wonder how much outreach they did in general for like local schools and stuff. Yeah. Uh, there were, there were local schools there. Like that's the one thing I think was a success is they had like whole classes that obviously like took the day off from school and came to the, uh, the event. So that's, I think that's a win. That's, that's a good use of the time, but yeah. I don't know how much of like just the general public are like taking a day off work to go to this conference. Yeah, probably nobody, but yeah, there was a couple yeah. of school classes. As you know, if you heard any of our IC bonus content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause they, they had to go through all the hallways all the time. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, so then after the speech, we go, we, uh, we got sent a destination to meet and, uh, we go hang out and, and here he comes, JB himself walks up. Yeah. 
And we get to hang out with him for 15, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, it was like, yeah, 10, 15 minutes. Nice little conversation. He asked us about the speech, what we thought about it. We gave him some thoughts about outreach. We talked about Viper, um, cool little uh, rover that they're sending to uh, to the moon. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. Cause, and it's the best part to me was that like she introduced us and like, oh, he's like, what do you do? Okay, well, we do these podcasts, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, uh, he saw the, did he see the pin? Is that yeah. what happened? Yeah. And he's like, wait a minute, is that you guys? And we're like, yeah, the JB fan club, this is us. <laughs> we're the like, pin guys, I said. <laughs> he's like, you're the pin guys. He's like, I've been getting text messages all week. I got like a dozen text messages of people sending me these pictures of these pins. What is going on? <laughs> I think and he like I thought it was... jabbed mine a little when he said, what is that? And he like <laughs> he jabbed it a little it. bit just to like needle me but yeah he was getting all the, he got he said he got like 12 texts and uh we admitted to being the pin guys and uh it felt like a full circle moment you know it's all of these yeah. things that the, you think back to the previously on right we had the jb oh i told him about jb yes uh yeah we call you jb oh wait no we told <laughs> bettina about jb <laughs> yeah. and in one of your text threads or your dm threads she referred to him as jb yeah, that came back after I, she actually... I have, a, I have a little bit of a feeling that JB might catch on. <laughs> JB might catch on. That was the best part for me, is that later when we talked with her, she was just like, oh, yeah, send me the link to the tweet, because JB will retweet. And I was like, she's calling him I JB. Think, I, dude, I she's think JB's going to catch JB. on. <laughs> uh, what else was notable? I think that was it. I think that's the story. And it's such a good story. Great you're right. photo. It, it, like you couldn't have written that story. Like, um, uh, uh, in like if you if you had written the movie of that story, weaving all of those storylines into that that climax of being able to sit down in a private room with uh, Jim Bridenstine and just talk. You know, he was just like sat down. He was like kind of relaxed after his speech. Yeah. And he he kinda, asked us, "How do you think that went?" Yeah, how do you think that went? He's like, you know, I, I really want to try to get to more people and really get the outreach going, especially the people that aren't into space every day. And like it was Jake super was like genuine. standing up, getting all pumped. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he was. Yeah, no. And he was super he was a super genuine guy. So that was really kind of cool. Um, got some photos, uh, which you saw on Twitter. And uh, yeah, it was really great. And sitting with him in person is you can tell even, you know, the thing that we always liked about him is that regardless of all the politics and action and everything else that happens in Congress and funding in the White House, you can always tell that he's a space geek, right? Yeah. He talks about space the same way that you and I do, regardless of all that other stuff. Yeah. And when you sit with him and talk about Viper, the way that he talks about that or the things that he talked about in the speech, you can just tell that he loves space. Yeah. And that's why we love JB. Yeah, it is why we love JB. That's it. Perfect end of the story. So shout out to so many people that made that happen. I mean, like the the meetup in in Philadelphia where the idea started brewing. Uh, Jason Davis for coining JB. Uh, <laughs> Gary Lauren, from Lockheed. Lauren for setting up Gary. Gary for being such such a stand up guy uh, and introducing us. Uh, Kevin. Kevin. Email us, Kevin. Email us immediately because we owe you. Uh, you made the pins. You started the whole thing. Um, and uh, we need, yeah. uh, by the way, email us because we need another order. <laughs> yeah, we're like straight up out of <laughs> I pins. need that PSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
yeah, we gotta we gotta think about that because uh, there's there's definitely some some stuff we gotta do with that. Um, so I'm I was just so pleased overall with IC. I mean, it was a perfect way to end it, and uh, I couldn't be more thankful to everyone who helped make it happen and get it to us. Uh, all of the patrons of both Miko and We Martians, like you, literally made that trip happen, and uh, I hope that the content we're making for you is really good because um, you you earned it for sure. Yeah, you want to give a little preview for uh we let's do a little plug of our other shows like you make us do every time now. Yeah. Uh Jake does We Martians about Mars. I do Manage and Cut Off about rockets and politics. Yeah. Uh what else at the conference in general? Is there another like, you know, aside from our off nominal storyline, what was the storyline for We Martians at IEC? Um, I mean, so my episode is out already, so if you if you want to hear more about IEC and the We Martians take on it. Um, you can go listen to it in the feed there. Uh, I talked a little bit about, I mean, the the big theme I took was just like, it was really cool to see so many different companies and so many different countries all together in a room. It very obviously made a lot of sparks happen. Like there was just people meeting and ideas and handshakes and deals. And, and like, we saw it too. Like that was some of the best networking you and I have ever done, I believe. Um, oh, by so, a billion percent. By a billion percent. And uh, that was just really cool. Like, I just, it it was like, I'm going to get zappy for a bit, but it was like the power of just like people, like just humans together in a room can do a lot of stuff. And it was really cool to see. So that was where my episode kind of went. And that was my big takeaway. So, um, yeah. What about you? Well, I think we determined that days one and two were Miko beat, right? Politics and all the industry stuff that was happening there. So there was a lot of like news that happened at IC that is relevant to the, to the show. Yeah. Uh, so I did a couple shows on that. had Peter Beck on the most recent managing cutoff, which was, you know, a thing that only happened because rocket lab had a, a hell of a force at IC, uh, and they are wonderful people. Uh, so that like, they that were connection great people. Happened. Amazing. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to rocket lab. They were awesome. Chief engineer, by the way, Canadian, by the way, uh, wants to come on the show. It's only like two different times. <laughs> yeah. So you may Grant, hear from him. You may hear. You're from coming Grant. on soon, Grant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're just like really cool. You know, there, there's companies that were at IEC like Rocket Lab that brought the company, and there was others that kind of brought the contractors that do their booths at trade shows. And I yes. think that that split was interesting to me because you could walk up to the NanoRacks booth and you're talking to the, all the people that I love from NanoRacks. Or go to Rocket Lab and you're talking to all those people. And it's cool to meet the people behind all of the hardware and to meet people behind what's actually happening in the industry. Uh, and, you you know, you get a more personal level than, you know, Jake and I do this stuff remote from places that aren't traditional space places. Yeah. So to kind of be, you know, at the center of it all for a couple of days was just, like I said at the beginning, I think it was a, a glimpse into our future, our hopeful future uh, <laughs> that we just absolutely loved. Adam's asking why would they would send PR people to uh to the booth. Well, just straight up, it was open twelve hours a day for five days straight. So you just yeah. you needed you needed extra help. You needed extra to extra human labor. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. and so, And it wasn't uh, that the companies didn't have anyone from the company there, but there's often like Jake was saying, there's a lot of deal making that's happening. So they're off in this conference room area, right, signing all this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, but yeah. it was it was really cool. We touched a lot of rocket engines. We did. There was a like I was surprised about that because Yeah. Like I felt like I was I was doing illegal stuff. You thought you were gonna like, get arrested a couple. Times. I could like put my hands inside of a BE4, and I'm like, "There's no way I should be here." 
and they had an RS-25 and an RL-10 and uh, what else? There a bunch was of like, smaller stuff too, yeah. Yeah, but that's, I mean, those are not insignificant engines, so. It was awesome. It's, uh, it was maybe six of the best space days of my life. Right on. We've had some right good on. ones, but those were really good. Hmm. Got any picks? You don't, I did, huh? I did, I did not prepare very well. <laughs> Turns out you're spaced out. Well, Jake, let me use my benefit of a time zone on you. Uh, because today, For All Mankind from Apple TV Plus oh, was nice. released. Yes. And before this show, I've got through two of the three episodes that are out. <sighs> I'm so jealous. I came straight from work to this podcast. Yeah, well, that means you have extra time after this. It, it's true. Yeah, if, depending if on can, how long we linger here. See if I can con- convince my wife to watch it. Um, okay, so on that thread, I think if you... I remember you both liking the first. Right, <laughs> she got into that, right? Because she, she liked did, the yeah, people yeah. side of that. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of that, right? I'm obviously only two episodes in. There does seem to be a lot of uh, people... I'm not doing any spoilers. Everyone's worried about spoilers. I'm not doing any spoilers. Uh, I mean, the only, the only non-spoilery fact about the show, I guess I could set it up, is that it's an alternate history of the Apollo era. Uh, Soviets land on the moon first, and then the show starts. Yeah. Uh, it's Which was in the, the teaser, so it's not a spoiler. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of that personal drama kind of stuff comes through, and it feels like a better mix than the first, uh, where there's... The first was very heavy on people. And I think we even talked about it on this show how we both liked it because it was one of the only shows that started from the people and made you care about them before it got into the space stuff. Yeah. And Kinda this feels... Ended up shooting themselves in the foot that way. But... It turns out. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, this feels like a, a, a moderate mix of both. Okay. Um, they've already been re- renewed for a second season. So you know that you're going to get at least two seasons out of it. Right. Uh, there's three up now, and then I think one comes out every Friday for the next uh, eight weeks or something like that. And uh, I'm I'm digging it. It's uh it's a cool mix of like real people from the era, right? There's Neil and Buzz and Gene Kranz and Werner von Braun, um, and then there's fictional characters that are weaved into that. Uh, obviously, you know when it gets alternate history, it, it, they're going to need to take it in a different direction where Neil didn't fly. So I think that they're kind of like setting up like the fictional people for the future stuff, but but grounding it in today's, or not today's, the actual events. Uh, I'm excited to watch more. Hmm. What do you feel about art, alternate history stuff like that? Are you cool with that? Are you not? Are you kind of weird about it? No, I like it a lot, actually. I think it's really fun. Um, I, I know sometimes it, it may seem, the way I am with other space stuff, it may seem I'm not interested in that, but it's actually, I think it's kind of a fun exercise because it, it helps you explore real themes that happened by turning it over upside down and be like, what if it happened this way? And like, it makes you ask a lot of questions about things that, that happen in real life. And I think you can learn a lot from it. So not only does it make you ask questions about what happened in real life, there are some questions that come up in the first episode that are questions that if you and I brought up topically today, people would still debate Hmm. like in today's space environment. And I, I just found it that, and it almost made me realize that there are things that happen in the Apollo era that, that we in our modern mindset attribute to the shuttle era or even later than that, that may have started in the Apollo era. And we didn't know it because it was veiled in all the grandeur of Apollo. Interesting. And I, it Interesting. kind of blew me away for a second. I was sitting there. I was like, holy crap. Did I, 
did I miss that whole point? Uh, <laughs> you know, in the in the veil of history, did I miss that? And I and it came out twenty years later by by what happened. Hmm. So there's there's even in the first episode, I'm like, wow, that changed my perspective on space history, in in like thirty minutes of a fictional show that just came out today. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess I need to watch it. Yeah, now. I'm getting agreement in the live chat too, so I'm I'm feeling good about that take. Feeling good okay. about that take, so good I might even tweet it. All right. Uh, yeah, I have no pick. I'm sorry, guys. This yeah. is my first episode without a pick. No, not probably not. We've probably done that before. Maybe this happened. This, we did this story way faster than I thought. Yeah, well, I mean, it was uh, this. This is not the first time we've told it now. So that's true. <laughs> Because yeah. we're so damn proud of it. How many times have you told that story this week? Uh, yeah, I've uh, I've told it a few times to some friends, non-space friends, right? Yes, non-space friends. What do they think about it? Uh they are. I mean, like my non-space friends. Like, obviously, I have a day job, and it's like, it's kind of like become like my other life now. Like, there's obviously a, like a really big distinction between my space life and my not space life which is like really bizarre. Um, so they don't really get it, you know? And it's also just like not really, it's not really, it doesn't make sense even to me and you sometimes. Just like, <laughs> why Why are you meeting with us? <laughs> um, and there's sometimes I feel a little like a, like an imposter. So uh, I'm sure it's even worse than that. But um, obviously the, the pictures from... Uh, my non-space friends love the pictures from the Planetary Society event because there's Bill Nye in the background. So that's how I can make them understand. I'm like, yeah, I got to, this is what I went to do is to meet people like this. And I'm like, okay, I get it. That sounds like a great week. And I'm like, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Mine are the pictures of the rocket engines. They're like, oh, that's what you're always talking about. I'm like, yeah. Oh, and if we're in bonus time here, because we've only went for 49 minutes based on my clock here. Uh, the, the, the one that seals it is one I even tweeted cause I thought it was cool. When you see, uh, they had those three panels from Vulcan on the floor and you totally forget five meters is giant in real That's, life. It was so big, man. Like, yeah, like Vulcan five meters. And we were like, we were floored. And then, and then we even asked ourselves that like, so, okay. So imagine new Glenn, which is was seven. And then imagine Starship, which is nine. And like, we, we couldn't think in our brains how big that was. Cause like five <laughs> meters, like it just seemed enormous. Like we're like, there's no way there's a rocket this big. You did that with the engine too. Cause we were looking at the BE4 and you, and we were like, oh yeah, cool. Two of these with that size. And then you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's going to be seven. Yeah. <laughs> seven in a cluster. And yeah. it was like, <gasps> oh. Honestly, even like the even four of the RS twenty fives together would be pretty yeah. impressive. Like it's they're all they're all super super intense. That thing was about, so dominating over the exhibition hall. The RS twenty five. Yeah, because you would come in and it was it was they left it on the trailer that it was pulled in via, so it kind of sat up above everything. Yeah, and it's just just huge. Yeah, it's a really big engine and it's beautiful. Like even whatever 40 years later now we're at <laughs> uh it is a beautiful engine so that one person we were talking to though at the rs25 setup uh on the nasa side of the booth was like lamenting to us that the be4 was too simple do you remember that i don't remember that we part. were talking was to somebody who was like 
Because we were talking about like, wow, there's just so much stuff going on in this RS-25. And then this person was like, uh, yeah. And then you look at the BE-4 and there's like, where's all this stuff? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's the That's point. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I don't Am I impressed that you jammed more stuff onto this thing? I don't know. Uh, so what if was, we, hear me out. What if we had more pipes? <laughs> I couldn't tell what the and like. Where does that conversation end? You know, I don't know. Yeah. But it was awesome. The RS twenty five. What a what a tragic end to that story. Well, here we are. We got. I think we're here out we of stuff are. to talk about. Do you got any have, uh, future things that's on your radar? There's one more thing we have to talk oh. about. Uh, there is now officially an off nominal Twitter account. Oh, great point. So if you go on Twitter, if you're a Twitter person, go on Twitter at off nom, O F F N O M. It's like, it's going to be just our shitty memes and bad <laughs> takes. So follow it because you want those. Don't follow it because you think you're going to get great space scoops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the just... stuff that we find still tweetable yet too lowbrow for our other accounts. Yeah. <laughs> but there were a couple ones it. during the there was a couple of my favorites during the conference where we would be sitting in a session and then one of us would say something and the other would go <laughs> off off nom. That's an off nom tweet. <laughs> like yours the uh what was the trillion X? It was oh, yeah, was that the, the Lockheed Mars session? Yeah. <laughs> or no, no, that was in the Tori Bruno session. Yeah. <laughs> the trillion x engineer yeah <laughs> that's yeah. an a plus tweet <laughs> yeah it's pretty good i was proud of the lyft and uber one that was my favorite oh, oh i wish that would all famer i wish that would take it off it didn't take off the way i wanted it to you but, get ratioed uh, you know what now you know what just like sometimes tweets they just don't catch you know that, that one's still getting likes though i see a notification every once in a while that somebody <laughs> liked that tweet so i was like oh yeah good take yeah. <laughs> yeah it was what was it uber to get to the to the you said pub I said pub. So that people knew who tweeted it. Uh, and then Lyft to get home. And it was a picture of Blue Moon and then the Lockheed uh, Ascent mock-up. And it's just so good. <laughs> uh, they're, they're getting them in the Discord. They're showing us here. So. Yeah. At Offnom. It's not high volume. So go, no, go no, partake no, no. in it all. It's, it's worth your time. Just add a follow. And then every once in a while, you'll get a delightful tweet in your timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? Oh, dear. Uber to the pub, but Lyft to get home. Yeah. That's oh, if you one. go there, you can see all the photos we're talking about. You can see the JB. You can yep. see the Tori Bruno selfie. Yep. I think we retweeted that. Must have. We should right now anyway, even if we didn't If before. we haven't, we will do it immediately yep. following this show. Yep. The Gary from Lockheed photo. Gary that's right. Lockheed's we were hanging out, hanging out there. Everything's there. All at Offnom. Go do it. Cool. Yeah, that's it, man. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. End of test.